Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here to do a preview of the Challenge Season 38 cast. And we're also going to talk a little bit at the end about the trailer that came out for the Challenge USA on CBS, which we think, based off of the trailer, is not that far off. If you would like to become a patron and get a bonus episode per week, we've been doing our All-Stars 3 recaps on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash thechallengechronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. The tone of those episodes is radically different than what the tone of this podcast episode will be. So uh, I will quickly do an overview of the cast for season 38, just going down the line. For the women, Amber Bazotra, Amber B, Annalise Talavera, Anissa, Emmy Russ from, I guess I should say the show too, uh, Beauty and the Beast Germany, Kayla Casillas, The Real World, Go Big or Go Home, Casey Clark, Big Brother, Laurel Stuckey, The Challenge, Fresh Meat 2, Michelle Fitzgerald, Survivor, Mariah Judea, uh, influencer model. Uh, <laughs> Another uh, smack, literally a smackter. That, that is her title, is smackter. <laughs> they don't even I mean, try to disguise they, it. No. But I think it's, but that's all of them, isn't it? But, like, she's legitimately never been on reality TV. She's just a model influencer. She hasn't been on a show. Yeah, that's what I mean. In a lot of these cases, they have a way that they can try and disguise that that's all that they really do. But she doesn't even have that. Mm -mm. Uh Nani Gonzalez, The Real World, Las Vegas. Nerys Mateo, Are You the One? Olivia uh, Kaiser, maybe? Uh, Love Island, USA. Raven Rochelle, another influencer and actress. <laughs> Tamara Alfaro, uh, Turbo's girlfriend. Tori Deal, Are You the One? That wraps up the women for the men. Chauncey Palmer, uh, Amber Amber V's uh, boyfriend. Uh, this is comical. Uh, <laughs> Corey Lay, some Christmas show is what it says. Devin Walker, hey, Are You the One? Fessy, Big Brother. Horatio Gutierrez, uh, Exalton Telemundo, and Olivia's friend, Jax Maddock, X on the Peak, and Laurel's best friend, James Simon, Anissa's best friend, Jace uh, Starrett, Survivor, Johnny Bananas, Real World Key West, Johnny Middlebrooks, Love Island US, Josh Martinez, Big Brother, Kenneth Clark, Casey's brother, Namvo, Ultimate Beastmaster, Nelson Thomas, Are You the One, Sam Bird, Love Island UK, and Kayla's husband, Tommy Brocco, Big Brother, and last but not least, Turbo, Survivor Turkey. Let's give some general thoughts and we'll go through each of these people. My general thoughts is this is a big fucking fat F. If well, I don't think it's an F. This is this is hold on hold on. Let me fuck. Let me say this. I'm gonna fucking just roast them real quick. This is fucking terrible, dude. This is absolutely terrible. If Laurel and Johnny were not in this cast, this would be completely unwatchable. The literally the only reason that I'm gonna watch this is because Laurel's on this cast. That's literally it. The moment she goes out, this is gonna be a complete fucking joke. It's not gonna be entertaining, and there's not gonna be any reason to tune in every week. They did a terrible fucking job. And I saw this cast and just rolled my fucking eyes. So my thing is, there are a couple decent hits with this cast. Turbo and Laurel are... Turbo, Laurel, and Johnny. I That's two people. All... Those are three people. Mm-hmm. Three people out of how many people are on this know, cast, Trace? Like... How many people are on this cast? Uh, that we have confirmed so far? I think we're at 36. I think it's... Is it thirty six? That many? I think no. I think it's a little, no. Hold on, it's it's, under it's that. eight less because we don't know Josh's seventeen twenty five. I think it's thirty one. Twenty five and eight is thirty three. We have thirty three. Okay. So we're still missing five people. Okay, that's one thing that we just don't know. We don't. And here's the other thing: we have no idea who these partners actually are. There's quote unquote 
confirmed, but it's really just speculation, okay? People are assuming that these are the pairings just based on who they are. Now, some of them I think you can reasonably say, yes, that's correct. Like, I don't think they bring on Casey's brother to pair her with her. Right. Amber B's not going to be not paired with her boyfriend. Turbo is not being not paired with his girlfriend. But there's some real wiggle room in here on some of these. And I think that people need to keep an open. Like, everybody at this moment is convinced that it's Johnny Bananas and Nani and Laurel and Jack. But Jack just could be an alternate. We don't know. Time out, Trace. I I guess that's the other piece that we did not mention to this yet. We did not mention what the believed theme for the season is. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why we've been able to piece together a little bit of what we think the pairs are and why people online have been able to do that. The rumored theme for season 38 is allies. Ride or die. That's that's currently what it's being built at. And like that's fine. It's a it's just a, in a vacuum. I think the format's fine. Like I agree. That. I don't have any. I, I agree. I, I always like co-ed pairs, and then I think that's a good way to have people on the cast who have some sort of relationship. It just it just does lead to some of these kind of odd casting choices, like Casey's brother. Like I, I, Casey's been such great TV these past couple of seasons. Let's bring on her brother. Welcome to Bloodlines Two, Electric Boogaloo. I got. I hope not. That's basically what this, this is. is. This is yeah. gonna, it's going to be a joke. I, it's going to be a joke. I know it already. Oh, I, so I, I mean, look, it's not, it's not promising. Would you? I would say that. I mean, look, the thing is too, which is more of just a, sta- a statement on the state of the show in general. This season could be bad and still be better than like the past three seasons. <laughs> well, I so, still yeah. maintain Total Madness holds up better in retrospect compared to the previous two. So the other aspect of this is that. I think we will probably get a very similar situation to what happened last season, where the veterans align together and just end up steamrolling everyone else, because that dynamic has not changed. They still brought in a lot of people that will have no idea what they're doing, who knows how much of the show that they've ever seen in any way, shape, or form, and I bet we see another strong contingency of players that are more veteran work together to make it to the end. Well, how many of these pairings are going to have um, two rookies on it? I don't think it's going to be that many. Uh, uh, out of speculation. Well, with the speculation, Olivia and Horatio, if that plays out, uh, Johnny Tommy M and Annalise. Raven, Tommy and, Tommy Annalise? and Annalise. I don't even yeah. know. Those so, are, uh, Ant- that's big brother. Yeah, big like brother. realistically, so, re- there's going to be three, be three to four possibly actual only rookie teams. So it's I guess it's not a lot, but those those teams might not even might as well not even be on the show. You might as well not even bother turning in the first. I mean, some, first sometimes month. one or two of them can kind of work their way into a, like a veteran. Group. But I also like I mean, like the, there are some veterans on this cast. Like I don't, I have a hard time seeing Johnny and Devin work together. Like, well, they buried the hatchet, man. They're fine. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not gonna be surprised by that at all. You think they buried? They the buried hatchet, the hatchet. They, Devin apologized to him publicly. Johnny did the same thing, and they've been seen at a bar together with Wes. Like they're fine. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong about that. Then. Um, I think that the, the the I think that there are going to be some teams that are at a distinct disadvantage just because. Amber B has not been able to consistently work with anyone. <laughs> so, like, she and her She's boyfriend toast. are toast. I think Turbo and his girlfriend are going to be toast because Turbo is an amazing, crazy beast of a guy. But if it's a co-ed elimination, like, his his girlfriend's got to hold up her end of the bargain, too. Well, wait, well Dude, she, she could be good, too. How, it, is, it is crazy. It's like his girlfriend is coming on, right? How, how, but bring Berna back and have her be the partner. And people talk about that online, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was some yeah, spec- like Berna. Berna was rumored to actually also be on the World of Worlds one cast. Like they knew each other going on. How how excited are you to get the Amber B versus Big Brother narrative of oh, I want to work with Big Brother. All Big Brother has done is slight me, and Kill just me. the Josh, Fessy, and Casey versus Amber B, and about how Amber B is against Big Brother, like carve my fucking eyes out because you know that's going to get <laughs> rammed like, down our throats no it is and it feel how would you say in terms of like sort of villain versus protagonist like where do you think the show is going to kind of land on that big brother group are they going to be kind of the heroes of what's going on i hope not 
I think it's unlikely that that will. No, I think that, that this. I just think we've gotten such blander and blander antagonists as seasons have gone on now. Because Over is the antagonist that's just kind of chased off the show, it seems. Yeah, I think what will be interesting to see is how Johnny Bananas plays here. And the reason that I say that is, I think that at this point, he's mad that CT's getting close to his championship record. So he could potentially come in and play the most boring game possible to sleepwalk to another championship. Oh, I hope not. Or, I don't think or so. he's going to come in and be Johnny Bananas. And if he comes in and be and is Johnny Bananas, I mean, he's still going to be playing against a majority of people that have no idea what the hell they're doing. And so he could just sit there as puppet master the whole time and just la-da-da-da-da-da-da through this whole thing. The, the, I, I, don't the think like, I don't think – like, go, go ahead. Sorry, Devin. The most likely scenario is he works with Big Brother. In yeah. I think that's that's probably what's going to happen. Well, so he has a relationship with most of the Big Brother people from before. Like, he and Josh always worked together a lot mm-hmm. when they were on season together. But he's also talked a lot about how he thinks the show sucks now and that they need to do a bunch of things different. I have a hard time seeing him just... And the thing is with Johnny, and I one big difference, between, I think, between him and Wes, even in comparison to the rest of the cast, is that, like... Wes will have, like, stuff he'll do from, like, sort of a season-long narrative perspective. Like, we'll have, like, secret alliances and stuff. He'll do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's more kind of a season-long narrative. Johnny always has, like, two or three gimmicks, though, he does on a season that will, like, carry an episode or two. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but those, I, I, just, I those, don't see him, like... Those don't necessarily affect his standing in the game in a meaningful way, right? I don't think he's I mean, going to Sometimes do, they do. I don't think he's going to do anything that will jeopardize his ultimate future for the entertainment of the show. I think he. I mean, a lot of times it affects gameplay a lot. Yeah, but I don't think it really affects his standing, though. I don't think he's going to do anything to jeopardize. Like, I, I would be curious to hear him I mean, say, like, in, in his in, in his in his most recent seasons, right? Like, we we can't include the island. We can't include any. Yeah, of the let's seasons. Like, yeah, past four, four or five seasons. Like, what has he done from an entertainment perspective for the show that has meaningfully affected his position in the game in a negative way? So, I mean, D, the D thing on Total Madness, which we covered that episode, we all we both agreed it was pretty unnecessary. To just but how was, how was that how It was didn't that affect his game, though. Game? It didn't affect him at all. Well, he it had, didn't he end had, up affecting you. No, because he has the numbers in the house. D, he knows that no one's, no one's in with D. No one's aligned closely with her. So how does that really affect him? Well, I'm just saying that, like, I mean, most people aren't going to do any, like, I don't think anybody on the show that's cast regularly is going to do something they think will have a negative impact on their game for the sake of TV. That almost never happens. But like I mean, there was it was just one of the things that was unnecessary. It made good TV. So what what are you saying then? That, that's what I'm saying. So he's that he's gonna, gonna do stuff. He's gonna do stuff to like make a decent TV product. Like is that, yeah. Like but, I got, But like I mean, the thing is that like, what do you want him to do then? He, I, he's going to do that. But I don't think he's gonna do anything that like hurts his chances to win. Right? He's not gonna do anything I, that like overly affects that. And I thought that that's what you were saying. I mean, no, no. He makes, but I think he makes very risky moves that like. Like, I, I, again, we argue about this all the time. I think his move that he, he and Laurel did on War of the Worlds 2 was very, very dumb when they threw that mission. You'd have to at the very least say it was a very risky move and had a lot of downside, which ended up happening. So he does do stuff that will, like, my, like the EV on it is whether or not it's plus or negative is up for debate. But there is at least a wide range of outcomes with a lot of the moves yeah. pulls off. I would say that the only real mistake that he made with his gameplay in terms of it, like, actually affected him was War of the Worlds 2 in a long time. Like, War of the Worlds 1, Wes just wanted him out. And he didn't have the numbers. Like, he didn't do anything that, like, drastically affected his I mean, his he, game. Could have, he could have he thrown Wes in the first episode. And he chose not to, but at the same time, he was trying to hopefully keep a truce with Wes, and Wes just wasn't going to play that way. And, I mean, but it wasn't like he caused an incident that did anything. Uh, Final Reckoning, yeah, he had his thing with Devin, but it didn't really affect his game. They just got unlucky in an elimination. Um, I think some of the stuff he does earlier that season... I think he could have done a little bit better. Well, I've that. blocked that. He, out he's of very memory. much on the outs. <laughs> he's very much on the outs that whole season. And Vendetta's, he has that notes thing, um, which I mean, he they don't even that didn't even affect his game though. That was just hilarious. That didn't affect that didn't affect his game. But he also did. I thought his alliance management that season ended up being pretty poor. I mean, Tony, who was like his one of his rider dies heading into the season, ends up voting him in and getting him knocked out of the game later on. So I think that was kind of a hole there. Like I think he he's just. He's gonna if he's on the season, I would be very surprised if he doesn't do a couple of things to try to make a TV product. And then whether or not it's good for his game, like, is gonna be a different question. 
Yeah, so that's it's that's like not he's a very safe saying, player all the time. That's that's not we're not saying that at all. Like, of course, he's going to do stuff to make a better TV show. What I'm saying, and I think what Trace would agree with, is that I don't think he's going to make any of those moves that are really going to impact his overall future. No, right, Trace, I, I agree with you, and I think I that especially with this cast, I think he would with this cast. If he is let let's pretend that either option, it still turns out the same way. If him and Laurel are partners, there's a good chance they can oh. run the fucking table. Okay, like there is. A Would you g- want that really? Yes, I want them to be. I want, I want to see something. You know, because right now there's nothing. Like literally, <laughs> well, the, I mean, the, the only that... the only thing for me to the only reason I'm going to tune in is because Johnny's on the cast and Laurel's on the cast. If Laurel, if Laurel was not on the cast, I would like think twice about doing this every week for sure. <laughs> like we would work out some type of situation where. Like we would do a rotation in the bullpen. Rotate we would rotation. Do a, we would do a rotation with the other challenge sh- shows that are on and all stars, and then like maybe and then maybe start to cover Survivor more. Yeah. Right? We would have to get creative with this. Yeah, because I think this is going to be brutal. I don't think it's going to be as bad as Spies, Lies, and Allies, simply for the fact that Bananas, Nelson, Laurel, and Turbo were there. There are going to be some good episodes because does any of us think that Turbo is not going to lose his mind and do something outrageously stupid during this season? My, well, I don't know about outrageously stupid. I, he's just a hard person to have to get a read on, which I think is good for the show, actually, because there's so many there's so many different opinions from different cast members on him. Like here, like Wes talks about him like he's a calculated mastermind and is completely in control of everything he's doing. And then other people talk about him like he's just a powder keg that's going to explode at any given time. Yeah, point. I think he's more the powder yeah. keg. <laughs> like, during yeah, one of the reunions... I, 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 mean, I haven't met the man. I just don't know. After the During the World of World 2 reunion, when Jordan and Tori were still together, they had to move Jordan and Tori to a separate hotel because jo- uh, uh, Turbo was down in the lobby pacing, waiting for Jordan to show up. Okay, like... Turbo's out of his fucking mind when he gets pissed. And people forget that in addition to winning Survivor Turkey, the man was also legitimately in, like, the military. (laughs) Not that being in the military is, you know, bad. Obviously, my dad's a veteran, so, like, I have much love for the military. But, like, this dude don't play. Like, period. And that's why it's going to be really interesting because if I'm Johnny Bananas, my public enemy number one is Turbo, and there's going to be some butting of the heads there. Yeah, I, I think there's going to have to be at least a little bit more conflict with this cast. Like, Johnny's not CT, and that CT, I feel like, had better relationships with some of those people before and could really fly under the radar. I have a hard time for Johnny himself seeing, like, that he's going to be at the top of that alliance, that he's going to be able to just slay back and not have to do anything and make it to the end. Like, yeah, they might I- not take a shot at him early. But, I don't like, he's not. he, he knows he's not going to be prioritized over Casey or Josh or Fessy or Devin. Or any of those people in that alliance. Yeah, and you know that Laurel's sitting there licking her chops knowing, like, an Emmy is on the cast. Like, yeah, throw me an elimination with Emmy. See how that goes for you. You know, like, I, just, can you see her sitting around making her hit list again? Those kinds of things. Like, I feel like there's going to be more entertainment than Spies, Lies, and Allies. But I also agree with Devin. As a whole, the entire cast does not get me excited. There's a couple people that are making me excited. Because we're comparing this to arguably the worst season of all time. Yeah. If we're comparing this to Spice Lies and Alice, I fucking hope it's better than that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but it better when be. it comes to Johnny's relationship with the Big Brother Alliance, at the same time, that's that's still, even if he's in that alliance, that's four men. There's mm-hmm. going to be four men that make the final, probably. Yeah. We would assume. So I mean, I don't realistically, really... yeah. Well, the thing is... I don't, I don't, so, I don't I mean, think it's so... an issue that... He's last on that totem pole, or close to last. Yeah, I think the real so issue. You think that it... Go ahead, sorry. Well, so you think it's just going to be like him? I guess it's just hard to see who Nani's paired with because I think that changes a lot. But I think like... it helps him if he's paired with Nani. Yeah, it really helps him. I know it definitely does. Um, but so you, you think that that's like that's just before grouping? Like I'm trying to think of who else is on this cast who they have, also have connections. Tori and with, Devin, like, so that's going to be the real wild card there because Tori and Devin were hand in hand with the Big Brother people all last season, all of that stuff. I think that's going to be the hard one for them because if only four people can make the final, are Tori and Devin at the bottom of that totem pole? Will Johnny stick? I up think for they're ahead Laurel? of Johnny for sure. I, unless he's paired with Nani, you, I think they're ahead of Johnny. If, if, if he's think, paired with Nani, they will never throw him in, ever. I 
I think I, I hope think, he's not paired with Nani. Honestly, I hope Josh gets Nani. I think him being paired with Nani's a problem for the season. I think Fessy's probably the one on the outside then, right? Mm. No, I think Fessy. Is, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like, saying outside. I think he's on the bottom of that group. That's what I'm saying because I think I mean, I Nani think would probably rank higher than Fessy in that hierarchy. So because if, of Nani's Nani's relationship with, with Casey, they're not going to do anything. Like they're essentially locked in step. They're not going to do anything to marginalizing each other in the game in any way. Yeah, the best yeah, thing the for Johnny it, would I, be to be paired with Nani because they will make it to the I mean, final. I think being paired with Laura would be pretty freaking good too. They would just yeah. be really, really. That good. would be better television. Uh, I agree with you, but because they will be the antagonists of the season if they're paired together. But, I, but like, if he's paired with Laurel, dude, I mean, maybe the, if he was paired with Laurel, there would be a bit more of a groundswell to get them out. But, uh, like, I mean, they would. I think they'd just be so much better than anybody on this cast, unless somebody really surprises us. The issue, though, is that would put a huge target on them, and mm-hmm. I could see a world where they would be gone within the first third of the season, which yeah. would be... Yeah absolute worst case scenario yeah. well that's what show. i was saying was that i feel like the two outcomes with them being paired together is either they steamroll or they're just targeted until they go out both of which are bad yeah they so that would, uh, that's actually worst thing in the world because that means if one of them was eliminated both of them are eliminated mm-hmm. and yeah. then who who sorry, who do we want him paired with then not <clears throat> you want to i don't want him paired with nani i feel like if he's paired with nani then it's just like, I, I, Nani's obviously just not going to vote in Casey. Maybe then Casey kind of rocks them in and they're a little bit not as aligned with Fessy and Josh. But, like, I want more of a conflict present between him and that power group that was there last season. Yeah, I, I think the most... As long in- as possible. Yeah, the, the, the most interesting from a television perspective will be to pair Bananas with Laurel. The best way for both of them, or at least one of them, to stick around a long time is if Bananas is paired with Nani. And that's why... The fact that they can't figure out who Josh's partner is yet based on this cast, I really think that Banana's partner is not Nani. I really do. I think that this is going to be either Laurel and Jack as an alternate, or the other option is is that there is another female cast member that's on no one's radar that's coming in as his ride or die, whatever it is going to be. Who, who, um, who could that be? I mean, as dumb as this will sound, he's been pitching Emily Schramm hardcore to come back. And she even said that, you know, maybe the time is right when she did his his podcast a while back. If she's on there, you know, all bets are off on that. I I think at the end of the day, his partner is either Nani or Laurel. And Jack is an alternate in case Bananas pitches a thing and his contract doesn't work out and they have an alternate for Laurel. I have a hard time seeing them bring Jack, uh, bringing an alternate on that really only work with one person, though. I feel like if you bring, but I mean, with the format kind of locks you into that, though. I, I mean, yeah, it you really, really does. Have a choice. You don't have someone that you, you can bring on, a, like, but like someone like Nani could be partners with like half the cast. Yeah, but like, I don't think they really care about the theme that much. They're not going to like plan who's an alternate based off of who mm-hmm. can be a partner with the, the most amount of people. We've we've seen that they in the past from seasons like this that they don't really care about that. I, but they usually have to try to make it at least like kind of something. I don't know. No, I, I, I would not I at would, all. Like Michael and I rivals. Mean, like, obviously, uh, Car Maria like that, that and was... Cook in uh, rivals too. You know they don't give a fuck. But a lot of times with these alternates, they're used as like before the show even starts, they come in and take somebody's spot. Yeah, and then most of the alternates after episode three are sent home. So yeah, they're they're launched. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll just, we'll just have to see where some of this goes. Yeah. Well, we'll know in about everyone, probably everyone... two weeks what the actual partners are, because that's kind of how it works. Everyone that listens to this podcast needs to tweet hate mail at the Challenge Twitter, uh, Jeez, man, the Challenge Twitter account. And tell them it came from Devin Jordan. Yep. I think at this point, yeah. and, and we've said this before, and I maybe I just said it before, but... What we are seeing on the Challenge MTV now is not the challenge we grew up with. That is, And I say grow up with very loosely because I was already in college when this show started. Uh, I would say that the MTV Challenge is still the flagship show, quote-unquote, but the real challenge we care about is All-Stars, and we've said that. That is the show, like, watching All-Stars 3 is night and day compared to the regular show. Like, All-Stars 1, 2, and 3 
have been far more entertaining than any season since the first War of the Worlds. Yeah, people that listen to this and listen to our recaps of the main show that airs, this is the complete opposite attitude of the attitude that we have when we do the Patreon episodes for All-Stars. You yeah. really need to go largely, yeah. and listen to that because it's on the furthest opposite end of the spectrum for how we feel about that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. Um, the, who, do we, who do we think Kayla works with here? Is she kind of isolated? Kayla... She was an interesting casting choice to me. Kayla and Nelson are probably... Working together would be my guess, and I would imagine that Kayla. Why? Well, they kind of work together on invasion. Um, I mean, not really. They were pretty opposed, actually. Like, if you look at the beginning of that season when they were in the Oasis, Kayla and um, Nicole Z were really like on the outs of sort of the main grouping, mm-hmm. and Nelson was very much a part of the main group. Okay, I just don't know that she has any other choices. You know, like Anissa, but that's not going to help you. Well, she and Tori are friends. Yeah, I, I think many... that she's she'll get to hang around a while just because there's some real weak sauce on this cast. How many when you look at this cast, how many people on this cast that do you look at and say, That's a good casting decision. I'm happy that these people are on here. How many people like on a, here? like is it like hitting par for the hole or getting a birdie? Like are we saying that they like like this is something that you'd expect them to do, but it's they fine, meet expectations or, no, or no, no, exceed no, 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 expectations. No. This is this is good, right? Like in the standards of all stars casting. Like this is a good, like this is a this is a like a good a good casting. Uh, Turbo and Laurel would be the only two to me. I don't even think Johnny counts because I think that's just an obvious thing to do if he wants to do it. I've yeah, so I have three. I have Turbo, Johnny, and Laurel. That's it. I would. I think Kayla's an interesting choice. I'm like, I'm good with them doing that. There are people on the main. I thought I thought that that was fine. You know, I saw that and I was like, eh, whatever. Y'all are leaving out the most important cast member, Anissa. What are you talking about? That's just so so weird to me with her, right? She seemed done with the show. My question is, is who committed a murder that she was a witness to that she's still getting calls for this fucking show? Why didn't she host the podcast? Is that why she's casted on the show? Because she hosts the podcast? Yeah, that's really... That that and I guarantee you... That's probably a factor. Like, she she has built a two-plus decade-long relationship with Bunim and Murray, and... As long as Anissa wants to come or can physically come, she will. Like, if Anissa is 50 and still somehow able to move, they will cast her. Is she going to get pushed to the All-Stars bucket eventually or not even? She was. She was, she was on All-Stars. All-Stars 1. But I mean, like, per, like in, in perpetuity. No. I, I think that they, no. she, as long as she wants to be on the main show, she will be. And at this point, like, somebody made a really interesting point that her appearance fee at this point has to be ridiculous because some appearance fees are just based on like this is how much it's going to cost us to get this person but there's also an escalator clause for number of seasons you have done that you get a certain percentage raise yeah like anisa's got to be in the six figures just to show up at this point which is asinine to me uh, I remember I did the fantasy preview show with Pat for Total Badness, and Anissa was on the cast, and he was like stunned that she came back, and then she's been on every. Season. Yeah, except for what is... a couple All Stars. Yeah, what is... has anyone talked with Pat about what he thinks about this cast? I no, I haven't talked to him about this cast. He thinks he's he, I, he's not as I don't he's not as down in the past two seasons as definitely you are. Um, he thinks they were fine for the most I part. I think Double Agents was fine. It wasn't good, but it was fine. I think Spies, Lies, and Allies was a borderline abomination. What has he thought about I think All-Stars? they're definitely worse. I would rather go back and he, rewatch like Bloodlines yeah. and Vendettas than watch Spies, Lies, and Allies again. What, is, uh, what does Logan think about the last couple of seasons? I haven't talked with him in a bit. I don't know. I'd have to check in. Yeah, he's been relatively um, quiet on the uh, social media I front. I wasn't a big I wasn't. He was not a big fan of most of Spider-Man's and Alice, from what I can glean. And then like, there were a couple. I mean, there were a couple good episodes of Spider-Man. We all agreed on that. There were, a yeah, for episodes. sure. It was just that two out of nineteen is like, not a good ratio. Well, I know it's not. But it, was, it was like 
it just it just evolved into such this bland veterans rolling through. Oh, I just man. it does seem like when because Tori and Nisa had a couple producers on their podcast and I listened to those episodes. They did recognize that as an issue on the podcast. Like they said, they were like, "Oh, we weren't expecting the veterans to stick together." So you would hope which is, that cra- the which is crazy to me. With which the format cra- they created, that was the first thing that stood out. <laughs> and the I moment that because I in the moment that they see that that's an issue. Change it, Pivot. right? You yeah, can you can do anything here. You're in charge. Yeah, like that. That I completely agree with you on that. They should have went to the teams or did something with that earlier to like shake up things. Mm-hmm. They li- they uh, literally could have made one move that would have changed the season. All they had to say was, "You can no longer pick. You can no longer pick any any person from a pair. You have you to have pick to a pick whole pick pair. pair, right? You, you can't pick two people yeah. from any pair. You have to pick a pair, and that changes Whoa. the season." Well, remember before the season even began that I was skeptical that Veterans Alliance was going to be able to hold up because I had assumed they you would be picking the pair yeah. to go in, and that at that like at that point you only have so many. And to go then it fell apart. Episode one. Yeah, and then they do that, which is it just and also with that picking two people from different teams, it just feels like something they were like, hey, let's do this instead. Like I don't think there was much of like a reason to do that. It was I just agree. like, oh, let's try. They were just trying to get cute and, and do something different, fell. and what they did, yeah. cute and different, failed spectacularly and i give them credit uh, for trying is, something new i give them credit for that like i had pitched this type uh, my, of format a long time ago the problem was is they screwed it up <laughs> my thing is i just really hope that they when they're in these boardroom meetings actually like play out sort of a season no, they're not uh, doing that themselves. well I, that's what i'm saying i hope that they would uh, and do i can don't. confirm that they but do the, do that they they sit down and they think through the possibilities of how stuff would play out in the game they but do do that through it or not, play it out they're not thinking very thinking hard and playing it are different things my thing is like i want what i want them to do is like let's get 16 women in a room you guys yeah. all play mario mario kart yeah. or mario tennis or something those are your missions and then you vote based on that and yes. then you have your eliminations of a different game and then you go from there i actually yes. like if i was in charge that's what i would have them do and have them you know, and sort of prearranged alliances and stuff before. Let's just see how this goes with the format we've created. Because that's very easy to do. It takes very little time. It's game but theory, it's very, yeah. And no just, and no money. But the, no, basically no money. You've got to pay for an Xbox or a Switch to play your games on. That's all especially, you like, especially like relative to the amount of money that's invested in the show. Yeah. And it's, and like, it's one of the most crucial I, aspects of the show. And my, my thing with that is there's just some things you find out when you do something in actuality that you can't find out from surveying or from thinking about it. You just need to do something sometimes to figure out what the issues are going to be. So yeah. I, I I would hope that, that that some of those practices have been put into place. Yeah. I mean, this cast is – I don't even know if I would call it disappointing just because when all people were really pumping up this season 30 cast, I was always so skeptical that anything was really going to change. Same. And we did, again, get a couple – a couple cast members that I am very interested to see play, um, but largely this is um, prom- promises are not high. I-, I just hope that we at least get something a little bit different, like maybe the Big Brother Alliance is a little bit more on the outs or something. Like I, I just hope something like that happens. I mean, do you realistically think that's going to happen, or do you? Is that just what you? Well, so I mean, if Tori and Devin aren't as committed to that group as they were before. And I could see something changing a little bit there. I know Tori's close with Kayla. Um, or if Johnny and Laurel decide not to work with them and to work with somebody else, I could see that being changing things a bit. I like if Johnny and Laurel say, Hey, let's route let's get let's get we'll work with Kayla, we'll work with I don't know if they really want to work with Turbo, but They definitely don't want to work with Turbo. Couch. I mean, if I'm Johnny Bananas and I want my best shot at winning and let's pretend that he and Laurel aren't paired together He's going to hope that Laurel has a weaker male partner and they make the final. He's going to want Josh and whoever to make the final because I don't think any of us think that Josh has a legitimate chance to win something heads up like that. And then you got to pick some random rookie layup team to go with you. I mean, that's how they're going to do it. If they're going to go that way. That's the issue with the Big Brother Alliance is that they're very closely tied together. And now, like, Casey and Fessy are good. But uh, we, we just with this Kenneth Clark guy. Do we know how what he looks like? He doesn't look like he's in great shape. Well, I th- actually, I actually think that's good. Honestly, if he's not like we need Casey to not because uh, Casey had a really good partner too. She'll just sleepwalk they, to the they, final. They just, yeah, they'll just sleepwalk to the final. But if she has a weak partner now, maybe then like you know they're, they're not going to be not going to be winning every mission. See, that's the, the only issue with this big little alliance. This alliance is like I feel like Johnny would want to work with him because I feel like he can 
pretty easily beat them in a final. Whereas yeah. Turbo, that would be much harder. See, that's the type of I mean, season they need Nadia, right there. Maybe not. We just hit on a new season format that should happen. We should call it um, the Challenge Redemption. You take half the cast and make them some of the best players of all time, and then you pair each of them with like a Siobhan... Uh, a Karam. Do you trust but... the producers to know who the good and bad cast members are? <laughs> That's the problem. Like, I don't they would have I Anissa on the like great are. side. That's what I'm saying. Anissa was like a mercenary that for Vendetta. Well, Laurel has to be paired with Big Easy. Has that to. would be the best. Oh my gosh. I don't know if he would agree to that. That would that would be bad for him. <laughs> I don't think either would agree to it. Neither, neither party no, would agree there, to that. Okay, Buna Murray, there is another All-Stars format for you right there. I have just gifted you television gold. You're, you're going to pair up Laurel and Big Easy. You're going to pair up Johnny Bananas and Siobhan. You're going to pair up um, uh, Mark Long with who's a really terrible female politician. Uh... Kendall. Like, Kendall. <laughs> pair up Mark Long and Kendall. Like, just... That'd actually be pretty good, though. I, I, I thought I about Kendall that... Ha- I thought about that this morning, that in a potential, like, Rivals All-Star season, Mark Long and Kendall would be really good. That would be really fun. Yeah, like, is that, I think it's with Kendall, too. I feel like she's kind of happy to let him handle the politics. If Like, you know what I mean? I don't think she just wants yeah. to be involved with that at all. But then the confessionals are easy, because Mark Long's just like... <sighs> She's ruining my political game, man. I don't know what the hell she's doing. Dude, like, <laughs> you know, have you ever heard anyone? Have you ever heard Mark Long talk about anyone the way he talks about Kendall? Like, I can't think <laughs> no, of anyone it's very else. Different. What happened there? It's just so so strange to me. He's even like a huge fan of Beth, right? He loves yeah, Beth. They're yeah, real friends. They were friends he, prior to the challenge. He, he, he's friends with Beth and Veronica. Like, he he merges the fences there. So do we uh, want to go down just quickly? Go down. I, I don't know. There may not be a point of doing this. So I don't think we should until USA there's could. more confirmation. I, I was just going to say, like the the main people, like the the big people that we know of, and give a let, letter grade and a, like a quick quip about because there are some uh, okay, people no, here. That, I, I, all right, before there's some we people do that. here that we have. There's some people that we haven't even mentioned. Yeah, that we. I want to tell a really funny that, story that happened with this cast. So Nam production apparently had the biggest hard on to get Nam on this season. Okay, and they were asking him for weeks, "Who's a potential partner for you? Who's a potential oh, partner yeah. for you?" And he wouldn't respond. And so they signed him to the show and stuck him with Emmy. And their their relationship is that they Emmy are Bronco, German reality way, stars. We I feel like we need to be clear about that because they have the same name. Maybe not should spell it differently. <laughs> and he, it's, I wonder why with him, like he's like a nice guy, and he's obviously in good shape. But it's not like he was like a dynamic character. Like it's, that's a weird one to me. They've really fallen in love with here. Nom, like because he, he's basically like them with him is like if you guys watch Park and Recreation, there's that company that Ben always is like about to work for and then doesn't. That's what this kind of feels like. We're like. <laughs> they keep trying to make. Oh, he's gonna be good, but no, he's he's really not that good. I mean, the. I mean, he was around on Double H. His, his best contribution like, to the show was rebuffing Lolo's romance and making the most awkward partner dynamic in a long time. He's pretty much been on one season, though. To be fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was on, there for I mean, five seconds COVID last year. Spies and allies. So let let's at least talk about some of the people that we haven't really talked about yet. We haven't talked about Michelle, Michelle Fitzgerald. I was going to bring her up, yeah. I like you, you, were, you were sure at the end of last season that she was never going to be back. Who's, who's, who's you? Me? I thought Yeah, you, yeah, were, you were, were pretty no, convinced. No, 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 no. This is not, we can go back and rewatch the reunion tape right now. I was the one person who said she would be back. You guys both said really? you thought she looked her, Yes. Okay, yeah, I do remember this. She looked like she wanted to be yeah. anywhere but that stage during the reunion. I, I remember this guys, now. I think she she liked everything else about the show. She just did not like interacting with Amanda. That was the one thing she didn't like. So I thought she was going to be back. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Like she, Both I don't of... ever need to see her on TV again. I don't. I don't think. She... I, I thought I liked her last season. I thought she was a brought a good. Dynamic. I think it's an F. I think she's a lot. An F for casting Michelle? Uh, she's let, not let an F. I'd give her a C. I think you, 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 they're, you're all, they're all they're all they're they're all F's except for Johnny Laurel and Turbo. <laughs> they're all F's, all of them. I like think, if we, I, think, I, think I think Nelson's sucks, a little dude. higher. It's Nelson's all fucking garbage, dude. Like it's all garbage. We just see yeah. we see these t- people all the goddamn time, season after season. There's no new storylines. It's the same like trite garbage that comes out of their mouth. It's terrible. 
But I think that's I think that's not everybody on the cast. I think it's a significant portion who happen to be in control all the time. But Michelle was not at all a part of the power factor last year. Yeah, I put in all the time. I think she and Jay are and in like, huge trouble. <laughs> and then we got some yeah, like just like bullshit bullshit storyline about some showmance that she has with Emmanuel. Like shoot me in the fucking head. <laughs> like. like I mean, I don't. I I like Michelle. I think she's a good captain. So I, I'm I know happy you do. With her being I, I I'm with you that she's going to be on the outs very much. But like, my thing too is like, I just want a lot of people. Who, I want people on the show. My first requirement over smarter than anything is honestly that they know and are willing to play the game of the show. Like they know and are willing to actually like strategize and stuff. And she does that. She at least knows the show and is willing to like move tactically. And she's also not going to be a part of that power group from everything we know. Yeah. So having somebody on the outside is willing to do that, I think, is actually very good for the show. And Jay's kind of the same way. All right. So let's talk about Jay. What do you think about Jay? I don't think we've really only seen one. I feel like we only. I don't remember him that much on Double Agents, to be honest. I know. I don't remember him on Double Agents that much. Total he was supposed to be on last season, but he broke some rules and uh, got sent he home. He broke COVID protocol. Thank yeah. Um, I think. He's fine. Like I, I'm not huge on him either way as a cast member. Again, he'll at least not be a part of the bigger alliance and will be willing to work against it. Like the thing is with him and Michelle is, I have a very difficult time seeing them do like what Emmy did last season, where they're kind of just expository to the veterans alliance, um, or even someone like Anissa or uh, Amanda to a lesser degree. But cause, so they'll at least know what they're doing and work against them. So I, I think they're better than average casting choices for this season so let's talk about this because you mentioned it emmy and emmanuel were supposed to be paired and go on this season and they got dropped at the airport or right before correct from what we've heard yeah and there's been mixed rumors as to why there's so yeah i don't even really yeah, yeah. that much but uh Say there's it. so emmy had a showing on uh her local talent show where she used some racially insensitive language a very racially insensitive language um that i think production knew about before she got cast so that's yeah i guess it kind of blew up yeah that's what i mean and people in our discord mentioned this too that they knew about this the whole time so i don't know why that would have changed at the last minute it kind of blew up more now than it was before when people heard that she was being cast they started making a stink about it but why people it's and it could have been a CBS directive, pro- too. It could have been a Paramount directive, too. Yeah, like, people don't realize that Paramount now has a really huge hand in who can and can't get cast on the show. And they have a rule in place where half the cast needs to be, you know, not a white person. I think that's a good thing for the diversity of the show, by the way. That said, it's- can you do that and have someone come on the show who was using racial slurs on TV? The answer is no, and there are going to be people on the cast that resent the fact that she's there because of that. So to me, either she has to make a public apology and say, you know, make real amends, and she also needs to show that what, you know, she actually understood what she did was wrong, and if she's not doing that, then there's going to be bad press on it at some point. So you cannot cast her, period. Yeah, she. so she was dropped at the airport. From what we understand, so Emmanuel also got the boot then uh, because fresh off his uh, Eurovision oh, appearances. <laughs> yeah, so they're gone. I mean, is there talk- anybody else in this cat? Like, what do we think about? I mean, I guess we've talked about Casey. We've talked about Laurel. Uh, I'm just kind of just scanning through this right now. We haven't really talked. We've talked indirectly about her, but Nani, like, what the fuck? Come on, like. Nani Especially hasn't been interesting. She, she gave us since, nothing. Yeah, she's not been interesting since she and Casey officially started dating. Because at Total Madness, she had the great ramen noodles that. thing. Well, the ramen noodles thing on Total Madness was pretty funny. Um, and then I would even say World of the Worlds 2, there was nothing there just because she kind of got buried in that alliance and just never really did anything. Yeah. War of the Worlds 1, not really anything dramatic there either. I mean, that was, like, her return season. Yeah. She had a couple of relationships that season. At least, like, she was hooking up with Hunter or she was hooking up yeah. with um, but, I mean, Chase before he got eliminated. Aside from the ramen noodles thing, she really hasn't done anything interesting in a while. Yeah, it's been a while for her. And I don't even think she... Like, compared to other people who have been on as many seasons as she has, she doesn't seem to do as much of, like, the producer-type stuff on the show. Like, even someone like Anissa will set stuff up more than Nani does. This will sound horrible, and I don't mean it to sound horrible. 
Nani uh, is legitimately a very beautiful woman, and she's a vet. So to me, I think she gets cast because she's super kind to production, and she fits an archetype for casting. But she was also like a pretty. She was a very well known personality when she was on her real world season. yeah like but she, that she was, was def- 10 years like, ago known commodity that... no i know it was but i think she how many people like... watching this version of the challenge even saw her on the real world vegas too i feel how... like with nani it's kind of like you know like those veterans like carmelo anthony for example that like because of name value people know who he is he still plays like 20 minutes a game and it puts up a couple numbers even though he's actually terrible for your team mm-hmm. i feel like that's kind of what it is with nani yeah well, it's funny because right. Nani had like four dynamite appearances and she hasn't gotten anywhere close to that peak since in terms of entertainment value. Uh, Tori. I mean, whatever. I, I, Tori's the one like of those vet cameras that I think still. I think it's with Tori. She's a good competitor and she at least is in storylines and stuff and she'll have some short political game will kind of go back and forth. Like, she at least does stuff for me on the show that a lot of these people don't. Like, I think she's a way better cast member than Casey is. Dude, I, I don't even want to go through the rest of these people. I was going to say, you want to skip literally... That's why I was like, dude, do we really want to do this? Because, like, it's just going to be depressing. So Yeah, we don't... I don't think we... I think we can just talk about a couple of the ones that stand out in either direction. Of course, we're going to watch it. Of course, we're going to cover it. We're going to hope for the best. We're going to hope that the format is interesting. I don't think it's going to be that interesting, but we'll see. (laughs) There's a couple people I'm excited to see on this cast, and we're just going to have to see how it plays out. Now, I've set the bar so low... That I'm yeah. giving MTV and Buna Murray an easy mulligan here to clear this bar. My expectations are that this is going to be the drizzling shits at the end of the day. So if you can just get to solid turd, I'll be happy on this. Yeah, like my expectation is that, that this is going to be one of the worst seasons of all time. That, that, that's where I'm so at. So let's... Let's say this, because we know, we know vaguely what the pairs are going to at least kind of look like, and we know who the cast is largely. If they put you in charge of the format, like how people were voted in, how that looked like, how, what the mission structure was, what would you do? Okay, this is simple. I've said it on Discord. If Let's take this exact cast. Like, how would I maximize a format with this cast that we have? So, and the pairings. You, you and the pairings. The pairing I say you do, you still call it ride or die, but what you do is you put them into teams of four and do a Battle of the Seasons-esque type format, and you structure it so that you've got a team, a pair that are, you know, allies but you make it so that at least one person from the opposite team, they have real beef. So let's say you pair up Johnny and Nani. Well, then the opposite of that would be, let's put Devin and somebody else or something like that. I mean, Josh and they'll probably, even though Josh and Fessy are still friends, you would probably pair them up as a double pair because of the fact that because of Josh and Fessy having their thing last season, like Mm -hmm. there are ways to create it so that you're a team of, you've got your ride or die, but you also have an antagonist on your team that makes trouble. And then you do the seasons format. You know, you have four preset eliminations. You have to pick from the board when it's your turn, the last place team automatically goes in and then the power team picks the other one. I think that is the best way to make this season successful. They have to make the missions worth something this season. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, as much as anything that they're going to do with this based on what we have now, they have like that. That's an, I don't know. Because that's been such a big problem with these past couple seasons is that these missions just haven't mattered, really. I mean, we've known who's going to go into the elimination before the episode starts. Coming in dead last has zero repercussions if you were a veteran last year, period, until we got towards the end a little bit. Well, and like the and the pair set up, the only thing that matters is if you won. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so many people were going to be, knew they were going to be safe regardless of what happened. Yeah, like you have to make it really dangerous. And you know that if, you know, Bananas is in the power team, he's going to stir the pot. So... You've got to make it so that, oh, I have to win or else this person might screw me. Like, those are the types of things that make for interesting politics and competition. All right. Let's talk about the Challenge USA trailer that came out recently. And then Man, did they here. pump some money into this thing is all I got to say. Yeah, I'm curious as to how this show is going to be portrayed. Like is it just gonna? You think it's gonna be very just competition focused? Cause yeah. It seems like to me, the drama piece of this is the last thing on their mind from what I saw. 
I mean, what about even just like the strategic elements of it, like the politics? I don't even. I don't even know how much that would be highlighted, to be honest, because it kind of is on all these these features. I mean, shows I couldn't even really tell who was on the cast from the trailer. Yeah, they didn't yeah. highlight the cast at all. Like they just they showed. They always showed the shows that people were coming from. But you got the only person you saw was TJ, really. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that man's probably happy he chose not to be a firefighter because, man, that dude's busy. He's got to be pulling in the money. (laughs) You'd have to think that this is part of just a larger buildup that'll happen where we'll slowly get more and more information. But there's also a difference between how they market the show and then how the show is actually executed. So Sure. I heard Paramount had a huge hand in how this thing's being portrayed. And obviously, because it's on CBS... Weren't there also a lot of reports that ca- the cast and production had a lot of issues this season? Tyson was not thrilled with how production treated them. He is he was on Rob has a podcast recently, and he intimated that he was not thrilled. With, he was basically like, "Survivor is the gold standard for how you structure a daily challenge." Was his quote, and I was like, but I, "You know, you know, it's going to be like." It's like these idiots are going to have them doing these missions and then like changing the rules like midway through and they're just not going to have it like the regular cast does. No, because they've been playing for the A-list and now arguably they're playing JV. Like imagine for one of these people what happens to like forego the All-Stars 2 final. But even where like the PA last season where that remember there was that like Tori said that there was that PA that like pointed and flagged and then Kyle jumped off the cliff when they were in the middle of the final. And then they had to, like, get their way back out of it and go back over. Like, challenge people are kind of used to dealing with that. I think a lot of these CBS folks are not going to be happy about that. No. Like, I think we're looking at, like, multiple lawsuits this season if it goes wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, w- there's not really much to say about it just because it was... The, the uh, only thing I would say is just that it's... I think this, it, from what we see so far, and that's always can change... This does seem like it's going to be very competition-focused. And I think that makes sense based on the rating the show is given, yeah. the network it's on, and what I would think they want to do with this product. Because I think what the, the, the opening they see with the challenge is that the, uh, these other shows that the people are coming from have, diff- have competition as a part of it, but it's not the highlight. Like on Survivor or Big Brother, it's about strategy and relationships for Amazing Grace, kind of like almost a geographical show. Love Island's obviously a romance-based show. This is their one opportunity to have a show that's really like let's get people in the stand yeah. and like you know have some hand behavior elimination, have a really great competition and flashy focus. Yeah, I agree. So with I, you. I would think that's what it is. The only other thing I would add about Amazing Race is is you're really racing yourself. You know what I mean? Like you can literally go on Amazing Race, not make a single alliance, and not work with anybody, and still win the show because it's all about your performance, and that's that. And so this is, this is showing my age so hard right now. When I was really little, like we're talking like three and four. So we're talking mid to late eighties. There was a show called battle of the network stars and they would bring on people from sitcoms and they would bring on people from soap operas and stuff like that. All the big TV shows of the eighties and the seventies. And they would put them in competitions. This is the reality show version of Battle of the Network Stars. This is what this is. I don't know that the personalities would be highlighted that much, though. They haven't been so far. What, in the one trailer we saw? They highlighted well, I nothing. Know, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's what I mean. I this is one, one trailer. I wouldn't... So, I could see them making this more challenging physical performance focus but at the same time i wouldn't be surprised if there was literally nothing from this trailer that could be gleaned about how the show is do actually think the, so do we know if the episodic structure of this show is going to mirror the mtv challenge like is it going to be mission yeah they well, i was told we, that i was told and because i haven't looked at any spoilers but i i did ask about a couple things and they're like nope it's the challenge you're going to have a daily you're going to have a vote saying, and you're going to have an elimination okay now, what, how they go about all of that, I don't know, but it is the challenge. They are keeping the format Dude, of the I, basic structure. What are the chances Devin hates the challenge USA more than he hates this next season of MTV Super low. Challenge? Super low. Like, I, like, Super low? Yeah. What's I think, the thing? Like, it's just a 45-minute mission. Because, dude, that, that would... Honestly, well, they're not going to have an hour and a half time slot, first of all. They are going to have okay, a well, one-hour time 35 slot. 35-minute mission. 
the fact that Tyson is on this season already gives it a huge head start. The the casting well, seems but, like it, it's it's like somewhat like pr- pretty decent by by all by all accounts. Yeah, even beyond the people from Survivor that they brought on that we that we know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, I'm just saying that. Like, I just I, I just have a weird feeling that you're not going to like this show. I have a feeling that it's going to highlight all the things you don't like. If it's if eighty percent of the show is the challenge, yeah, it's not going to be good. I think that this has the potential, excuse me, to be good because we don't have a whole lot of pre-existing relationships that can dominate the game. Like, you're going to have to earn your way through the game, and you're going to have to build new relationships. And so I think that this will probably be more entertaining in a certain aspect than Spies, Lies, and Allies. Again, that bar is very low. But we're not talking about there's eight vets that are going to sit there and run the table. Like, we have a blank slate for this show in terms of personalities. One of my issues with the emphasis on the the missions, the daily missions, as a component of the show, beyond the issues that we've talked about already, I don't think we've necessarily highlighted this as much, is that if you do that, you are essentially showcasing people doing an activity and in most of the cases, those people aren't really that athletic relative to other like media that you could watch people doing, right? Like I would rather watch the NBA or football or something else where these are really well, good athletes performing an activity. Well, well, that's the thing. Is if they actually catch really dynamic athletes on the show, people are really interesting to watch compete. I think it'd be different. But like Anissa's on the cast. I know that's what I mean. So that's, that's what, his point. Like, like <laughs> yeah, no, I'm completely, I know I'm completely with you. Like when the cast used to be, like if you look at the World War One, World War Two cast, I still obviously want the drama and politics highlighted on those shows. But like watching Turbo and Jordan compete in an event is compelling to watch. Yes, like that's yeah, or like that that's very interesting to watch. But for a lot of these people who are just like average. Like athletes, like it's just not. Yeah, I'm. Com- I'm completely. Yeah. With you. and like no so offense. Wait, I, 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 Tur- Tur- no offense. Go to the Turbo yeah. and Jordan. Like I can go to the or, park or can... and watch. Go ahead. I can just say I can go to the park and watch a bunch of thirteen year olds play soccer if I wanted to right now. Like you know what I mean? Like I can go find that very easily. Because Turbo and Jordan are compelling as athletes, and they're compelling as characters, right? Mm-hmm. They do both. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to completely. I mean, they're, they're screwing it up at it from both angles, right? They don't have people that are compelling as characters, and they don't have people that are compelling as athletes. And so that doesn't that doesn't really move forward both of the main components of the show, right? There's mm-hmm. the political pr- yeah. perspective, and then there's the, the character perspective. They're not getting people that are good at either. And so at that point, well, yeah, I would what say there's are you the doing? Politics, the drama, and the, the politics, the drama, and the competitions. And there, there's a lot of people here who are very close to the bottom on both. On all three, I should say. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even think because like this cast, like it's not even like who's actually good competitors on this cast. Which one? CBS Laurel USC. Let, let, let's say Laurel Johnny and Turbo. We'll, we'll go. Well, let's say on the male side, who are who are good competitors? Like who are people? Who are people you actually think like if that's partners we don't know about? Who are people who can actually like win this season if it's a good final? Bananas, Turbo, maybe Fessy. Fessy. I think Fessy. That's there. about it. Some Those of these the rookies, pe- one of them could be good. We just don't know about. Those are the like odds Devin's on performance favorite. in the final. Go ahead. Those are the odds on favorite to win the final this season. Yeah. The ones that he just named. Well, yeah. Well, we just don't know what these pairs are going to look like. Though. Yeah. You're or only going to be as good as your like. partner. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, I should reframe that, right? It, like. if, if, it, if, it was, if it was just the men competing in a final, those would be the favorites to, to win a final. And the final was like the World Little World's One or the Free Agents or Final or something that was actually representative of what a final like, should look like. Mm-hmm. Even the All-Stars 1 final. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah just like not... not all stars two are not spies eyes and allies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess I should I mean, say so- even even if even if they did have people that were great athletes, elite athletes competing in these missions and in these eliminations and in the physical aspect of the game, I still wouldn't want to emphasize that aspect of the show as much as they've decided to do. Go ahead, Rob. I think a lot of this stuff they feel like they 
they just don't want to air some of this house content. Some of it I actually think would be just give me some like levity type stuff. People talk about. I mean, like, they do it on fucking All Stars. That's the thing that drives me crazy. We get yeah. some of the house content. They make a point to show the themed parties. They make a point to show them having fun. We show them doing political conversations in the treehouse, like. Yeah. They can and make it interesting, but for whatever reason, there is some sort of directive to make the MTV show more of a political CrossFit style show. All right. Yeah. Like, I just think, man, just with, like, what are, are these guys catch us from a competitor perspective to me? I, obviously, you've got Turbo and Johnny. Uh, it just seems very, very low grade, right? The women's seems that way, too. I think the Laura, woman isn't as Laurel, bad. Casey, and Tori. And Kayla's decent. I think she's shown to be decent now from All-Stars. Yeah, but that's in the context um, of All-Stars. Yeah, I, I, I think she'll be okay here. Um, I, I, I just, there's, a, I think there's a lot of female cast that are very top-heavy like that. Like That's not abnormal, even for good seasons. Like Dirty 30, for example, mm-hmm. has like three or four women who are actually good competitors, and the rest of them are kind of cannon fodder. I think that's, that's a, not, lo- a lot of the seasons. That's what I'm saying. Is that that's a lot of seasons that are structured in that way, especially on the female side um, compared to the men's. Where it's just men's cast. Like, uh, would you say it's better or worse than last season's men's cast, just from a pure competition perspective? Mm. Pretty similar. I think it's about the same because it's just like last. I think the difference was is last season. You you had a couple heavier people at the top. Like, from a competitive standpoint, CT was good. We make fun of him, but Corey's not bad. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, go, I'm, come Fessy. on, bro. Like, I mean, like, like I mean, no, no we're, we're not even... But my thing is, like, you just said we had a couple heavier people on the cast, and it was CT, and then Corey's not bad. All right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not... <laughs> I mean, the point of it is, is compared I mean, I, to the rest of the cast, like, if you compare the rookies from last year... You would had to have stuck Corey in the top five or six, and that's how bad the bottom half is. And that's the the well, big issue for me is that there's maybe three male competitors that have a real chance at winning at the top, and then there's just everybody else. That's and then you look well, at all stars, and we had two people at the bottom, and everybody else is great. So what I, what I would say with this cast is it feels like. The difference between this cast and last season's cast is like there's. I would say Johnny and Turbo are legit, really good competitors that they show up on a season. They're going to be competitive in that season, no matter pretty much who else is on it. Whereas last season, I think CT is the only person you could decidedly say that for. Fessy's kind of in between. I was going to say uh, Fessy. You don't think Fessy's that way? I think Fessy's very good. I think Fessy is good and very competitive. He's just been his own worst enemy. Like. He just has a couple holes that, that, that those yeah, guys just I mean, if Casey right? doesn't hurt her knee and he has um, her take it easier, they very well could have won double agents. Yeah, I mean, that might not be fair to him. Maybe he should be a little bit higher. I just feel like if I showed up on this cast, I'd be like the sixth best guy, which yeah. is not, not uh, promising. Fessy's problem is not his physical performance. Fessy's problem is his decision-making and his social skills. That's his problem. He's got to work on that. Like, in total madness, he screwed himself a little bit by trying to fly two under the radar. Double agents. Well, I mean, he made the final that season. He just did a bad in the final. Yeah. I think his... I mean, if he'd have been more political, he would have never let Johnny get near that final. Uh, Maybe that's a decent argument. All right, let's get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, we've won an hour somehow. That's good. (laughs) If you want to be a patron, patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles, $4. You can hear us talk in in positive notes <laughs> about All Stars. You get other really good content. Uh, what else did we want to mention? Uh, the we will start. There's probably gonna. I don't know. Tr- Trace wanted to mention <laughs> that there's going to be more content coming out on the main feed. Uh, it'll still probably be pretty infrequent, just because it has been nice to just do one episode per week instead of two. While we did. We've also had, like, and I have both been traveling. Yeah, we've all been traveling. We all needed time off. I mean, when a regular season of the show airs, we're committing to 19 straight weeks of two episodes a week. And we love doing the show, but, man, we all got lives. I've got a wife and kids. Like, it's just hard to do. So the one thing we guarantee is if you're a Patreon, you're going to get four episodes a month for sure. That is a guarantee. You are getting four episodes a month. Pretty good deal. It is, man. A dollar an episode for content you really want to hear. 
We're in good right? moods compared, on Patreon. <laughs> especially compared to other, I feel like, page, like how much, how much, you, how many challenge episodes, uh, how many episodes per month you get through Challenge Mania if you're a patron? They, they do. They do more. They have like a bonus show. They have like bonus interviews. How much do you pay? How much do you pay? There's a lot of different depends. tiers and they do What's more the, stuff. Uh, well, there's the one, there's a couple that are like, you just, you don't get the episode of content. I want to say the cheapest episode of content is five or 10 bucks. Not yeah, that much. and they have tiers because they rely on uh, cast interviews for a lot of stuff. You can be part of like live interviews where you're on Zoom and can ask a question of the challenge competitor. So like, they have bigger tiers for that stuff. Like for for what you get from us, like we don't really rely on interviews. We generate our own content, so we are what we are. We definitely do not rely on interviews. I can't imagine that the I don't want to ever be in a be... place where we have to rely on interviews because a it yeah, affects our ability. Like if we can get an interview like we did with Yes every now and then, I'm all for it. That's fine. But I don't yeah. want it to be the crux of the show because it's hard to be impartial if you're relying on cast members to drive your content. And that's not to diss Challenge Mania. They do what they do really well. We're just different. That's it. Well, it's just a different medium. I mean, like, like I don't want to like get on here and like try and like like I feel like I, I guess I shouldn't talk because I haven't listened to any of these podcasts in a while, but. Like, what do you think the tone of some of these other podcasts about this cast is? Um, I mean, Ben was starting. Ben was going to start a GoFundMe to cancel the show, so it's not <laughs> positive for everybody. <laughs> I think the more heavily reliant you are on cast members on the upcoming season, you are going to be very politically correct in how you talk about it because I you mean, need sure. those just, people just, to come on the show. Yeah, it's like when you see like how Woj like doesn't diss certain NBA franchises or like yeah. other reporters don't. They they and, and here's how I feel. Challenge Mania and they've handled it well in my opinion. They will say I disagree with the move this person made. I disagree about how they handled this, but they don't like go where we yeah, go, where we go scorched our times well there's like there's a good way to do that like i don't yeah. feel i actually think like rob has a podcast always did a really good job about not yeah. being honest about what cast members were doing but also being respectful and not like mean or they, they were not russell hansing the situation they they would be able to so basically that, that we're, we devin and i are russell hans is that what you're telling me yeah you guys are <laughs> russell hans and then i'm uh can i be coach like, instead no, we should. I feel like I'm. You guys are Russell, and I'm Parvati, trying to like keep clean up all the, the burnt bridges. You guys, we should, made. we should, ha- we should have a p- petition started to change the show. To cancel the show. To change change the show. The show. Okay. Ben, ben, I think is on the standpoint of let's just burn to the ground and start anew. I mean, honestly, my 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 goal at this point is just keep giving me all stars until these people are too old to do the show. Like, and That's and okay. I just want to see. That like if, if if I if we weren't doing this show and I think Devin said it, I would not watch the flagship show weekly. I would probably DVR four or five episodes and then binge yeah. them one night. I wouldn't keep up with it weekly because my level of excitement about it is not as high. Whereas with All Stars, the first thing as soon as I can watch that All Stars episode, I'm in. Even if we weren't covering it, I would be watching All Stars as quickly as possible. I agree. Yeah, we all got jobs. But, all right, <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta get out of here, bro. Patreon.com/slash/the Challenge Chronicles. Four dollars a month. Talk to you soon. Bye.